Welcome to It's All About Connection, NVC with Dr. B. So today we are talking about people, but specifically kids, being resistant to the MBC process. But what do you do when you're in a conversation with someone when they're rather non-responsive? It doesn't matter. It's not even about NBC. You're in this conversation and this person's pretty shut down and you, you can't get a word out edgewise. You know, what do you do? You know, what do you do if someone won't engage easily with you? So that's really it. It's not so much about being resistant to NBC. It's actually how NBC can be helpful in a moment when you've got somebody that's really shut down. Do you remember one of the first times you were working with a kid, maybe specifically at Community Connections, where they just weren't open to talking? Oh, gosh. I don't remember a specific or the first time because it happened so much of the time. This is a very common thing that would happen because, yeah, kids in my opinion, don't get heard enough. And so they have developed these habits when they're in communication, especially with adults. They're so used to having being talked to instead of being heard that I think some of their go-to response is just getting quiet and being shut down because they're not really trusting that they're even going to be heard. So I think that we see that a lot. I saw it so much. And I mean, using NBC process and really leaning in to listening, even if a kid is not speaking, they're saying something. Even if someone's not saying something, they're saying something. And you can still take needs guesses and still be present with somebody, even if they're not saying a word. With this process, what I'm talking about when there's somebody that's super quiet in front of you or not really wanting to participate so fully in the conversation, I could use silent empathy, but I also use a lot of out loud empathy in those moments as well. I think it might be um, useful for our listeners, maybe if we just role play a little bit so they get an idea of what would you do if you have a kid that's not really wanting to be too much in the conversation? Okay. You want to do that? Yeah. And maybe, um, I guess I can be the kid and you can be the person that's trying to, to have the conversation with me. And those of you that are listening, just pay attention to some of the things that we've talked about over the last year, year and a half on this podcast. Listen for using empathy. Listen for those connecting requests. Listen for when Heather's expressing how she uses OFNR. Listen for all of those things. And then maybe we'll debrief afterwards. So let's start. Hey, so I'm wondering if you are open to talking to me about what happened the other day in class when your head was down. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so maybe you're kind of confused about what I'm asking. No, I'm not really confused. I just, I don't know if I want to go there. Yeah, you, you just don't know if you want to talk about it. Yeah, it sounds like you're already starting to get on my case about something. So you're you're thinking that I'm getting on your case and maybe I'm going to jump down your throat about this. Yeah, I guess. I don't like the topic. 
I'm guessing maybe you're left feeling kind of nervous and confused and, you know, just unsure about it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's fine. So you are open to talking about it? Yeah, sure. Whatever. I guess I'm just wondering, when I saw you the other day with your head down in class, and it was down pretty much the whole time, I guess I'm just curious about what was going on for you then. If maybe you were having a, a hard day, maybe you were just really tired. Yeah, well, I don't really want to talk about it. Whatever, I don't really, I don't think it's your business. So it's not my business. You don't really want to talk about it. Maybe you just want some space. Yeah, that would be nice. It was a really crappy day. So it was just a bad day. Yeah, it sounds like maybe you just you just don't want to talk about it. You just want space around it and some privacy. Yeah, because everyone's always on my case about everything. And yeah, I'm kind of tired of all that. There's no understanding happening. So you're thinking everyone's just always on your back about stuff and not really maybe listening to you. And sounds like you just really want understanding and, and to be heard. That would be nice. Well, I, I guess I'm wondering if there's anything else I can hear you around. Mm, I don't think so. And I'm wondering if you'd be willing to hear what it was like for me that day. Is this where you're going to get all on my case about stuff? Yeah, you're thinking maybe when I express right now that this is when I'm going to get on your case and maybe not hear you or have understanding for you. Yeah. Do you feel worried about that? Maybe maybe there's something around like wanting emotional safety for you. I, I guess. I don't know. You're using a lot of really big words. So when I saw you with your head down for most of the class, I felt frustrated and also was really, I think, kind of wanting respect, but I was worried about you because I, I felt confused. I didn't know really what was going on. So yeah, just wanting, I think in that moment, respect and clarity. Yeah, you know, when I'm teaching up at the front, just like having a sense that I'm, I'm you know, being heard. So I'm wondering what you're hearing out of all of that. Well, I'm hearing is that you were upset when I had my head down and that you didn't like it. Yeah, so, and now I'm, I'm just wondering like how it was for you to hear all of that. Um, I don't know. You just don't know how that was. Maybe you're just kind of like confused by everything I just said. I don't know. I'm just guessing maybe that was like hard for you to hear and maybe you just don't even know how to respond to it. Maybe feeling a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, that's for sure. Can we be done now? Yeah, we can move forward. I guess just one more thing. I'm wondering if moving forward, I can, you know, make a request. Uh, I guess. I mean, it, can I say no to this? Yeah, yeah, you can definitely say no. What would you even say? Like when you're tired, let me know or just like moving forward, maybe like keep in mind that well, I think what I would probably say is that I could tell that you're not really in a space at this moment to like fully brainstorm like what, because I'm hearing you needed some space, but I also need respect and I want us to be able to come up together with 
you know, what we could do moving forward, like together, come up with some ideas, like where we both doing this together, but I could see you're not really in a space for us. I'm wondering if we could come back and revisit this, you know, in a day or two, come up with a game plan. I would probably leave it at that. Okay. So for our listeners, let's debrief a little bit. What did you do? Like what's some of the things that you intentionally did during that conversation to try to create a little more connection? I think I just tried to really reflect constantly. Seems like that's that was the go-to. Yeah, because here's the thing. What I think happens in a lot of these moments with kids, when they're shut down, they're probably in that fight, flight, freeze response. They're probably like literally frozen word-wise. You know, I have heard from some trauma experts that that actually happens. Like your brain almost like shuts down with not being able to access words or language. So that could happen where you're in that flight part of the process where you're kind of running away from the conversation. So it could be that that's going on. And what I think happens often is we're not recognizing that that's what's in play in the moment. And we ourselves get triggered because, you know, we need respect or we need emotional safety in the moment or connection. And so, you know, we, we kind of thrust our needs in the moment by saying some things or being very direct, but not going to what you did, which is a lot of empathy, like not taking it personally when a kid or anybody responds like that, just trying to stay with them wherever they are in their process. They don't want to talk. Okay. I'm seeing you don't really want to talk, not forcing it. You just be present with the fact that they don't really want to talk. So, yeah. So I saw you did a lot of that, just reflecting where they were. Um, I also noticed that you used a, a bunch of connecting requests. Do you know where you use them? Were you aware of it? I mean, I think I started it off with, are you open to talking? And then like, what did you hear? How was that for you? All those questions to make sure that number one, there's openness to have the conversation. And then number two, making sure you're understanding my needs. I'm understanding your needs that we're connected at that level before we even move on with any strategies whatsoever. That's what we're attempting to do. And I saw you do a lot of that back and forth. I saw also when you did finally get to express, you kept with observation, feelings, needs, and making requests. You kept with that OFNR template. So, you know, you didn't go into, I thought you were very disrespectful. You know, you didn't, you didn't go into any judgmental language when you started to express. You kept it very clean from that. So that's another thing I'm noting that you did. So the main thing I think I want our listeners to note is you're just staying with the person in their process. You know, you're just, if they don't want to talk, yeah, I'm seeing you don't want to talk. You might have a lot of silence in that moment and then go to that silent empathy and just be with them. And yeah. And then if at some point someone's like, can I leave now? You can be like, yeah, I mean, well, I'd, you know, you might express, I feel sad because I'd really like for there to be a little more communication, but I'm seeing that you really have a need for some space. So yeah, I want to honor that. And maybe we can revisit this and let it go. And then you might try to revisit it in a day or so. And probably we'll have a lot more success because that person now is seeing that you really are trying to let them have kind of the lead in what's going to work for them. That's a lot. Anything else that you want to say, Heather? Well, I'm hoping this will just be, you know, helpful and productive for people who are especially dealing with kids. Mm -hmm. 
and for the kids because when they get quiet, they are trying to say something. Lean into the need that you that might not be verbalized. You can still feel your way in that moment as the person that's in the conversation. And if you have any questions about this or comments or about anything, you can always call us on our empathy warm line, which is 850-706-0488. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to It's All About Connection, NBC with Dr. B. For more episodes and guest bios, please visit us at www.thebigbmethod.com. That's www.thebigbiemethod.com. And remember, empathy first.